What's up, Sapphire Gang? Welcome back to another episode of Sessions with Seth. So today I have some guest speakers with me, and these are my girls from university, and I'm so excited that they joined me today. So we have Tash. Hey, <laughs> what's going on? We have Kelsey. Hi, everyone. And we have Miss Nicole. Hey, guys. Alrighty, so if you guys haven't known by now, I'm pretty sure you have heard the scandal of the whole Derek Jackson thing that has been going on the last couple of weeks. So it just got me thinking about my views on cheating. So, you know, me and my girls were discussing this and we want to chime into the conversation. So we're not going to talk too much about the actual video because at the end of the day, we don't know what they really went through in their marriage. But we just, guys, I just wanted to talk about cheating in general. So I have some topics laid out here. And so what are your general thoughts of cheating? Like in a, let's, okay, let's narrow it down specifically to a marriage or in a marriage, cheating in a marriage. Okay. Um, I personally, I don't think there should be any reason. I know people say they have their reasons and whatnot. But I don't think there should be any reason for you to go outside of your marriage. Because number one, you can work through whatever your issues are through communicating. Or if you're just done, maybe get a divorce and move on um, instead of being unfaithful to your partner. I think that is the highest level of deception. Um, yeah. 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 And just to build on that, like... Um, it's just to me it's just a way that like partners are just very selfish in their partnership and their life journey with their spouse so if you're you're trying to have your cake and eat it too like that's very that's gluttony you know like why are you trying to do the most so you know and why do you think you deserve to have bear gals on your arm or bear mons on your arm when your person your partner has to like you know stay with you I don't know, to me, I find it extremely, like, rude and dis distasteful, for sure. Very disrespectful. Yeah, I agree to both you, Nicole, and Charles. Like, it's it's very disrespectful. Um, I'll touch a little bit more on what Nicole was saying. Like, if you have gotten, I personally feel like if you've gotten to a point, and I can only speak from my own experience. I'm not married, but from what I've seen from other people, like, if you get to a point where you're like, you know what, like, I actually want to see other people, I want to explore other people, make just make that end decide, like, you know what, this is not working for me, like, really do that reflection. Because when you get married, you're like, literally dedicating your life to God saying that, like, or dedicating your marriage to God saying, like, okay, we are going to be a unit, we are going to, I'm choosing you for the rest of my life, pretty much, right. And if it gets to a point where that's no longer your choice, then break it off, end it off, you know, do, do right by them and sever the ties and say, you know what, like, it wasn't working out, I want to see other people, it's hurtful, it's harmful. Yeah, yeah, those you're are my thoughts. <laughs> you're definitely right, Tash. And um, building off of what you guys all said, like, Nicole, I agree with you, like, cheating is like, the highest mm -hmm. form of disrespect. And I don't know I sit here and I say like if it ever happened to me like god forbid if it ever happened to me I would try to work it out with my husband but who knows that's me saying this now never been in a relationship never been married like who knows 
God forbid if it ever did happen to me, if I'd still feel that way. And you guys were, I like what you guys were saying about like, you know, sometimes it happens and you fall out of love and you should discuss that with that person. So that's another thing I wanted to talk about. Like, like what about people who cheat and like, it's like their partner that saying their partner drew them into another person's arms. You think that's an excuse for them to cheat? Um, I don't know if I 100% get the question, but I think like the gist of what you're saying is just because of circumstance, two people just end up being, I guess, in the same vicinity as each other and develop feelings, I guess. Is that what you're saying? Or is it like literally a husband setting up their wives with some next man or like you know when people cheat and they give their reasons for cheating it's like oh well you drove me to this person's arms you weren't doing what you're supposed to do as a husband as a wife and and someone else yeah you think that's an excuse to cheat I feel like people want that to be an excuse to cheat but like there's free will like you could really do anything so I don't know to blame somebody else for your own actions is very childish for sure that's all I have to say (laughs) yeah but I can understand their feeling sorry let me just finish this like I can understand why they'd say like oh yeah you drove me into their arms but then that also raises the question like did you love yourself enough before you got married like do you really need someone else to be attending to your every need like it's nice to have that like accompaniment or a companionship for your life but at the same time like if you can't sit down if your husband's not paying attention to you in xyz do you feel the need that you have to go outside and find that or is are you feeling like you're good to be alone because I don't want to be with somebody who needs attention from somebody else you know like I want them to want my attention because we're companions you know but at the same time like I think that's a like if somebody's unhappy in their marriage, it could be for a lot of reasons. But if that's the reason why they want to blame someone else for their actions, then I think they're digging into the wrong well. Or yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. There was a lot there. It does yeah. make sense. Um, just to chime in there, Chel- um, Kelsey, I think that is a reflection of that person's own character, if they're saying their partner drove them to cheat. First of all, that shows that you have no sense of accountability. You're placing blame on the other person and not owning up to your own actions. That that just right there, that shows the kind of person you are because we're responsible for how we react to situations. Given sometimes you can't control what happens to you, you can definitely control how you react to the situation. And in this case, you chose to go outside your marriage and go back on your vows. Like, what kind of person are you? I don't know. I sound super judgmental, but <laughs> just think on that for a second. What kind of person are you if you can't simply, you know, take accountability for your own actions? One thing I just want to chime in on that, because facts and don't hold back because it's the truth. It's the truth. We know what cheating does to people, how it breaks up families, how it leaves people feeling, you know, lack of trust. And, you know, you're like conflicting. Oh, am, am I the problem? Is something wrong with me? I think it starts like cheating. I even feel like starts from before the marriage. Like, who are you as a person? How have you developed? How like 
I don't know, like if you even have any doubts, it's better to figure that out because I feel like sometimes people get married, especially if they have kids together and then they're like, oh yeah, sorry. And then, yeah, especially if they have um, kids together and then they're like, yeah, well, we just got married because we had kids, right? Or we just got married because it was just opportunity. Like we sometimes, especially in these smaller towns, maybe you're the, you were the only black people or the only people of color, like maybe your family set you up, whatever. But then like going forward, like if you're gonna make that commitment, you gotta make that commitment. And if you are deciding that you wanna see other people, I just, I, and I'm not for, I'm not, I don't agree with, or not that I don't agree with divorce, but like, I don't see that as the first option. That should always be the last, like this is after you've gone, gotten counseling and seek professional help if needed. You know, if you have to talk to your pastor or whoever, your mentor or whatever to really get more insight, but I just, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's very disrespectful. And I think it puts like the children that are in that relationship at a very harsh, you know, place. Cause then they're like, you know, okay, mommy and daddy are fighting, but like they're fighting because someone stepped out. Like I, you know, like it's, that's a whole other thing, but yeah, I'll end it there. That's a whole next thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, going back to what Nicole said about accountability, I, yeah, I personally think that is a lame excuse. You should not blame others for your mistake. And at the end of the day, when you were a child, you learned how to talk, you have lips, you can communicate. And that's the problem in a lot of relationships. People do not communicate. If I'm not doing something right as my duty as a girlfriend or wife, you as we're a partnership, we're together. You should be able to come and communicate to me because when we decide to be together, that's the decision that we made for each other or with each other. You shouldn't have to go to someone else if I'm not fulfilling your needs. You should love yourself enough and love me enough to come and tell me like, you're lacking in this area or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that should be your first thought, not, oh, let me go get it from someone else. Cause like, I will never understand. <laughs> I will never understand somebody asking someone to marry them, spend the rest of their life with them. And then you step out on their marriage. So that's just how I see it. But I even wanna go back to what Tash was saying about how um, it could affect the kids and things like that. and just for those of you out there who don't know, like we had a brief conversation about this before and Tash also brought up this point. So like, do you think um, the examples that we have, because at this point, <laughs> I even hate to say it, it feels like cheating is so normalized. It feels like it is so normalized. So do you think like the examples of relationships that you have in your life around you will influence you? Like for example, Tash, you mentioned children having divorced parents and things like that. Will that influence our views on relationships? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, sometimes, you know, even if you tell your kids that this is how it's supposed to be, they're going to do things based on what they see. So, and especially for a lot of kids that come from a single parent household, it's even more difficult because it's actually unknown. Um, you know, if you're in a household where there are two parents, but they don't really love on each other, they don't really show that communication, like you see when they argue or when they're fighting, it's like they don't speak to each other, like you're going to adopt that and for your relationship, you're going to be like, well, this is what I saw, this is what I know, this is what's normal, because 90% of the things that we do are out of habit, so it's not really like we're sitting there thinking, okay, this is how I communicate, and you mentioned a good point, just on the last point about like not being able to communicate like that's something you have to develop 
first before I mean you can work on it of course with your partner but you have to have basic communication skills I think because if you can't even just talk for yourself say what's going on even voice your own concerns for yourself how can you voice concerns about other people so yeah I think your parent situation plays a big big factor yes very good point Tash uh Kelsey Nicole do you have anything to say on that um, a little bit earlier, you said something, and now my my thought is like flying away. I don't know if I'm gonna catch it. <laughs> About communication. Um. We're stepping out on. Yeah, that. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that that like um communication, and you know, like when you're growing up and development happens there. And Tashanta brought up uh normals and stuff and i think that this plays into like the cultural norms that we have because culture is like changing with each family which each relationship with people who are of your same group right and so now i find that sometimes can get stuck in that cycle because you're only seeing a certain thing and then that becomes your normal even though there's a more well not more more privileged normal, if that makes sense, where you can have two parents together who work out their, their issues, who want to like work at their marriage. Cause I think also there's like this fairy tale thought that marriage is going to be easy. And so people wanna like, you know, kick the can as soon as possible, right? So even touching back on like, yeah, if you're not feeling fulfilled and you don't wanna communicate, like that is a barrier that one huge red flag before you even start dating that person, like if they can't, talk to you how did you even like progress to the point that you want to get married you know and then if you do then when does that happen when your communication breaks down to the point that you cannot communicate your true raw feelings to the person who's supposed to be your life partner so I think it's all extremely like impactful for your children because like you were saying again Tash like a lot of the stuff that we're teaching our kids is not being said to them it's through behavior it's through attitude so if they're in a house where you know parents are always yelling then they're just going to know like yeah you know like love is kind of problematic and there you have a daughter who's going after like very problematic men or people who are growing up without like a father figure or even any type of male figure they're just thinking any type of behavior is regular because they don't know they don't have enough interactions with that in like an intimate setting so then we have to like protect our daughters and then as well the men on the other side right they're only growing up with women or like they're a single mom right and it's kind of detrimental to them too because they're not learning all of the privileged behaviors of um you know like maleness and what does like responsibility look like for every our large array of men right so yeah like a hundred percent i think the relationships surrounding the child is so important and you want to give them the most privileged versions of that and I think that kind of lines them up before an easier life and an easier like perspective on life yeah yeah Good, great points, Kelsey. And just to go back to what you mentioned about um, us being fed like a lie, basically. Um, what you see on TV growing up, you know, fairy tale story of Cinderella, finding her Prince Charming, saving her, and then living happily ever after. Like, what are we teaching our kids? 
we're being socialized um, that after marriage, it's just rainbows and sunshine. And so after you get married and it's not rainbows and sunshine, then, you know, the default becomes, oh, let's cheat on our spouses. Let's get a divorce, you know, stuff like that. Um, but that's where communication comes in. And so I do agree that the relationships that people see definitely influence the kind of relationships they end up having, even not just like in a marriage, but also friendships as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's very, very true. And that's just another thing this generation doesn't realize. Marriage is a big deal. Marriage is a big deal. Can you imagine being, that's why some people don't get married. Like, because the thought of being tied down to one, like they say tied down to one person for the rest of their life, it scares them. Like they feel like they have no freedom and stuff. So that's what we need to really take in. Marriage is a huge, huge deal. Like you're not just picking your, your, um, your, your life partner, like you're picking the father or mother of your children. You're picking um person to make like choices with when it comes to housing and cars and, you know, business deals, whatever you want to call it. So marriage is a huge deal. And that's why it's when it, <laughs> when cheating is so normalized and it's becoming so normal for men to step out on their marriage or their relationship. It's like, it, sh it shouldn't be that easy. It shouldn't be that easy. And so that brings me to my next question. Well, we kind of answered like, is cheating normalized? And at this point it kind of is. And do you guys think that men think this way? Like they think because cheating is normalized, that's why they do it. Like they think, well, everyone does it. And, oh, I just have to pull an offset. Cause you know, when Car Offset cheated on Cardi B, came on her uh, stage, ruined her whole show with flowers and whatnot. Like, oh, I just gotta do this and she'll take me back. And like so many girls do. So many girls take these guys back for the littlest things and you don't even realize the commitment that they broke. And I just feel like at this point, men, you know, I won't just hate on the men, but like, you know, women too are just getting away with this so like what are your thoughts on that do people think this way cheating is so normalized to the point where I can just get away with it girl yes 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 it's, I think it's very normalized and we were we talked about this previously but I had someone a male friend or previous male friend actually tell me that yeah expect to be cheated on it's a normal for men to cheat. Like you really think your man's only going to be with you your entire, the entire, like you're the entire rest of your life. And I'm like, excuse me, <laughs> what are you saying to me right now? Like, don't disrespect me. No, first and foremost, that mentality. And this is, this is someone that I would regard as like a relatively like well-behaved person. Like, you know, they're not really into drama or into any problems or whatever. So, you know, some people are just problematic. So in every area it would make sense for them to say that. But I'm like, this is like an educated person. Like this is someone that like, I like actually have respect for it. And that's, that's kind of your mentality. So that's very frightening. A hundred percent. Yes. Like seeing all these like um, media celebrities and which, ugh tired of seeing them sometimes but it's always like the same people that too um but yeah so-and-so cheating on so-and-so and then this drama and oh did they deserve it like it's almost it's become more like oh it's normalized like what's the different reasons for it? as opposed to like this should just not be a thing like having friends help cover up when you're cheating on your spouse or cheating on your girlfriend or boy whatever girls and guys do it men I feel like historically of course more um but I think yeah it's definitely normalized and it's and that's what what's I think hurting us more is like because it's becoming normalized like 
like hookup culture, casual relationships, situationships, all of that is also becoming normalized. And like, it gives people more of a leeway to be like, oh, I don't have to commit to this person. We can just like, just be friends or we're not really friends. Like there's no like labels to this, but then they want wifey treatment. You know, some girls, they want husband treatment, but they're not trying to make the commitment. And it's like, no. And yeah, I feel like this goes a little into like the dating culture too, in the sense like, yeah, we're now also normalizing that. Yeah, it's okay to just be seeing multiple people at one time. And I'm not judging anyone like do as you wish, but how can you truly build a connection with someone? How can you really like understand if this is someone for you, if that's your goal? Um, if you're just trying to entertain multiple people, like I can barely entertain myself. So imagine, you know, like, so that's my, I think, yeah, I definitely think it's normalized and it's especially in the black community and it's very, very detrimental for us. Very. But yeah, those are my two cents, three cents. <laughs> yeah. Um, I liked what you were saying there, Tash. Um, there was uh, one part where you were talking about um, like, like, um, you know, liking like the culture, the dating culture, right? And how that's kind of changing before it was just, you know, one girl, one guy. Now it's multiple different um, sexualities, ways of being sexual with other people. And like, you were talking about like normalcy of like dating around and stuff like that. And I think that also is like impacting everybody, no matter if you're about doing that stuff or if you're not about it. Cause now everyone's kind of like, it's less stigmatized. There's more people talking about it. There's more people acting on these type of things like, oh, let me try this out, you know, but they're trying it out without, you know, letting the other person know too. So then there's that deception, you know, cause they want, cause I feel like people are just curious. They want to like experience and try new things. And I don't want to ever be somebody who's going to stop you from trying new things and like exploring a part of yourself you never thought about before. Cause again, like you were saying, there's nothing wrong with the way that you get down with it, you know, like there's absolutely nothing. But at the same time, I think, again, it touches back onto that like communication piece. Cause if you're a male or if you're a female who's not interested in being with one person, like let that be clear so that you're meeting people who wanna do that type of stuff with you instead of trying to drag an unknowing person into your local mess of thing. And then what for what? So that you like lose your trust. They lose their trust in you. It's kind of like, no, you know, like let's just be open and honest because at the end of the day, like it, you know, it's your life, like live your life, but don't lie, don't like lie about it or live in secret. Like if you're going to do something, do it with your chest, you know, and let me know, like, yeah, if you're trying to have a side thing, let's talk about it. Because if you're going to have one, best believe I'm going to get a sugar daddy. Like, are you stupid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's just my two cents because I think like, Again, like you were saying before, Steph, like there's not too much communication going on. And I definitely feel that when I go to like my one, two dates, like these guys don't know how to talk to me. So I'm like, yeah, you're late, you know, but at the same time, I'm sitting here thinking like this is the same one who would try like cheat on me in the end, too, because he doesn't think I'm fulfilling him when it's really the other thing around. Like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yes, Kelsey, do it with your chest. Yes. Um. Hello, I hate when people like, you know, do stuff and they're shady about it. Like it goes back to accountability. Do it with your chest. That same energy that you use to step out on your marriage, maybe use that same energy, you know, when confronting the issue. Um, 
And yes, I agree that it's been normalized in today's society and past the point of normalization, it's being glorified even. Like, oh, you know, you can do A, B, C, D and you still have your rider, you still have your, you know, person who will go to war for you, but you're out here with Sandra, Elsie and the third. It's, it's crazy. And this is what people sing about, you know, in songs and raps. Like, this is literally, and back to what Tash was saying, especially in the Black community, um, this stuff is glorified. And it's really sad. It's sad to see that because there's no respect anymore. This generation is so disrespectful. Like, no respect, no accountability whatsoever. And it just, it, it just makes me think, like, where are we headed, you know, with all this stuff? Like, are we going to raise children with these same attitudes? It's, it's really sad. And we have to draw the line somewhere. Yes, I agree. Where does it end? Really, though, because now we're just breeding more people that are just going to be more insecure, more like um, deceitful Kels I know you use that word because it is deceitful to like not be honest about what your intentions are yeah how can you trust someone going forward like and that's trust is like the key component communication and trust but trust is like the key commute like key component of any relationship friendship marriage boyfriend girlfriend parents co-workers everybody like if you cannot trust someone and, and it's over the littlest of things, like I actually would have so much more respect if someone was to be like, honestly, not looking for a relationship. You know, I think you're cute. I want to take it on a few dates, but not really looking for anything serious. Okay, cool. Not in that mood. Bye. But maybe, you know, the next girl or maybe in my past life. Oh yeah. You know what? That works too. You know, like, keep it on. Just I want it. that free food. <laughs> <laughs> I let them I'm like yeah I'm here for the dates I'm here just you know to get to know people I don't want anything serious either so if you don't hear a call back you know what it is I just came for the food but it's honest and no one can say like it sounds bad but no one can say that you weren't upfront about what's going on it's better I say that you know and then later on you decide okay if I want to continue but if someone's like oh yeah yeah oh no I really like you so much seeing a future da 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 and on the lows talking to like four other people going like that is so like and that messes with people especially good people that are looking for like a serious relationship or they like you a lot and they they think this is a real thing like and I'm not perfect I've definitely not like intentionally led guys on but I did not communicate that I didn't really like them like that letting them sit there text me up call me up and I'm there like we're not there you know what I mean like that also like it happened I mean it happens but it's it's so problematic and I think personally and maybe this is because I only speak to mostly women these days about these things but like uh, men aren't having these conversations and they're not holding each other accountable like if any of my friends especially in this day and age we're like in our mid-20s now any kind of oh like yeah you know I'm this is my boyfriend but you know I have so and so on the side I'd be like cut that off now we're not doing that we're not doing you know like whereas maybe for guys they'll kind of be like a lie I have my one two shorty too you know you never know my girl be tripping da, da, da. and they're there laughing up like no <laughs> So anyways, I'm going in, but that's really, that's, yeah, I think that's like so detrimental. And I think especially 
like for a lot of, and I can speak from my experience being, um, well, not my entire childhood, but like more recently being in a single parent household, like not having your father there is like, they're not able to, um, you know, they can't, um, what's the word? Like, you know, guys know guys. So like your father is more likely to know when our guy's intentions are pure because he's a man himself and can think, you know, they think more like, whereas a mom might not detect that right or you yourself as a woman might not detect might not detect that so I think that's so yeah it all comes back to like family and upbringing but also individual because you can choose to change that lifestyle you can choose to be a leader instead of a follower and I'll leave it at that (laughs) yes that's super facts everything you guys are saying are so facts like that's what people are not realizing like these are people's lives these are their hearts these are these feelings if you want to go and do your own thing just like you guys are all saying that's cool but communicate it with that person because they may not want the same thing and that's okay there's how many something billion people in this world like you will find who's on the same track as you and even what nicole was saying like i hate when people do shady stuff like hurt my feelings in the moment if you don't want the same thing I want hurt my feelings in the moment but don't let me sit there acting or you know feeling like an idiot always texting you wanting you and you're just you know texting me one two times a day like the last situation I was in that's how it was and I just had to make that bold decision of okay let me walk away because clearly this person is not showing any interest in me anymore and that's what I cannot stand like a switch up like you knew what it was from the beginning. I communicated with you what I wanted from the beginning. You agreed and now you're switching up. So like, that's why like most of the time people don't know what they want, like just stay out of the dating game. And that's why singleness is also so important. So you can figure all that ish out because don't come and bring someone who knows what they want and, you know, disrupt their peace. It's so ridiculous, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I wanted to touch on that piece of singleness because, yeah, girl, like, there's nothing better than that time. So I don't understand. Like, and again, I think singleness is a part of all that dating thing. Like, if you if you're gonna do the whole shebang, you're dating like, like, yeah, do it. You know, like that's your singleness. You're not tied down to anybody. You're not, you know, you don't have to come back and tell somebody what you've been doing throughout the whole day. You're not married. You're not, you know, like like use that time to really figure out what you want before you go out here and date someone like seriously court someone to be like yeah I'm trying to marry you girl and then marry her and then still haven't left all that behavior behind like I want nobody who's still trying to play around when we're married like come on just come ready because I'm coming ready I already I'm doing my crazy stuff now so that by the time (laughs) by the time it's time to like you know settle down and stuff no regrets because I'm like yeah I know what's out there and you're the one for me like you know yeah and the pool is so small these days I think it's just going to keep getting smaller like (laughs) oh my goodness yeah so I agree yeah it's true like just like Kels just like you're saying like even your singleness it's not like you have to actually actually stay single like do your dating find what you like date around or whatever but when that time comes where you're ready to settle down like just make it clear make it clear like you're not gonna get the worst thing a person could say is no the worst thing that could happen is them not feeling the same way but like I said there's so many people in this world and you will find that but Tash I agree it's like the pool is getting smaller like I always think to myself yo I should have been born in the 50s because ever since 
I started liking guys, my intention with them was to always end up dating and to think that they're talking to me and they like me, I'm thinking, okay, they want to date me. They want a boyfriend, girlfriend type of relationship. And then as like time goes on and every guy that I was seeing and stuff, I'm like, like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? It's just, it's so confusing. And like, people just like, like going back to what Nicole said about being shady, people just like to to slither in and just go with the flow. Like that was the worst decision I've ever made in my life. Yeah, we're just going with the flow and you feel so cute. Cause you're like, yeah, like we're just, we're not, you know, we're not friends. We're not seeing each other. We're just going with the flow. Like I think back to it and I'm like, no, like going with the flow is not cool at all because then people's feelings get hurt. And then there are people in this world that are very selfish and they don't care. And that's why it's so hard to not put your feelings so much into um certain situations and because when you get hurt all that they could really say is like well we were never together we were never committed like one situation I was in that person actually slept with someone else and I felt it felt like I got cheated on like I felt really hurt but at the end of the day we were not committed to each other so what can I really be hurt about and you know and that confusion because it's like oh are my feelings not valid now you know it's it's so much but you guys touched on something about you know black men should um hold other black men accountable and even when we had this conversation earlier i was telling you guys like yeah lately i watch youtube videos on women speaking on these things women knowing how the dating game is how guys play the game and they're giving us tips on how to play the game right back and even men giving women advice on like how to string away from guys who don't know what the hell they want so do you guys think that there are enough black men uplifting each other the way black women uplift each other in these types of situations? No, no. And just to be frank, there's also not a lot of like black men, male figures, you know, without getting to all, you know, systemic racism, but we've seen like how they've been able to funnel a lot of them out of our society or into like problematic situations. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's upliftment in relationships, but in like career, education, you know, all multiple facets of life. But I think, yeah, I don't, if there's a group out there, I'd love to know about it. I think that would be cool, but <laughs> I don't see those, honestly. <laughs> yeah, same. And even like earlier this summer, I was contemplating like, oh, maybe I could start up a page for that. But then I was like, I can't be seeing like someone else, like I can't be ahead of like, you know, a male empowerment thing. Cause I just see it and I'm like, yo, like there should be more. But then again, like I always think, cause I'm a woman, black woman, like I'm still just an outsider looking in on their situation. I don't even know what's really going on in there. Cause there's some things that like, they're just not going to share with you, you know? And so it's kind of like, you know, I ask my guy friends too, but they're always very brief. Like, yeah, you know, I'll talk to maybe like one other guy about this stuff, but they never have like a group talk like girls usually do where we're all kind of throwing in our ideas. And I think that's how like knowledge is being created. So I think for sure it's definitely needed. And again, just like what Tash said, if there's a group out there, like I'm glad for it, you know, I'm glad that they're out there and trying to uplift each other like a brotherhood should. Mm -hmm. Just one other thing I'll add to that too, like, and even when it comes to upliftment too, because there's different ways to like uplift, but like one thing I hear a lot too, and this is, I think for general, like all men 
is like, oh, like women wanting us to be like ATMs. Like, you know, we always have to have money. We have to be super established. Like we have to be super like up for a woman to talk to us. And I'm like, you're just talking to the wrong woman. <laughs> a real woman is not like, like, I feel like most women that are looking for like that partnership are not, um, what's the word? Like they're not, they're not caught up in all like the nice stuff that you have. Like the woman that you're trying to attract does not care about you driving a fancy car, living in a big house, all that stuff, because we know that's all material stuff. And that says nothing about your character, right? Who are you on the inside? And I think like, that's also where I think there needs to be more education is like, you can find, you can definitely find the woman of your dreams. Like, I think a lot of men, it's like, it's hard for them to be intimate. It's hard to have these conversations because they were also not raised to have these conversations, but it usually just turns out to be like, oh, you know, like, oh, woman be hoes and they, you know, like just kind of like throwing it off to the side as if like, oh, this justifies my behavior. But if they were to really sit down and talk and really figure out like, okay, no, like me as a man, where are my struggles? Where am I, how can I find someone? Like, you know how us women are trying to be like intentional with who we want. If they were, had that same mentality, instead of just like, yeah, I just, I just bring it back to being a follower and a leader because I think a lot of it is just following and going with the flow, you know, and seeing what celebrities are doing. But yeah. I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Good points, um, Chelsea and Tash. Just to add to that, I think the big issue here is gender roles and how society, you know, assigns these gender roles. Men are supposed to be strong, confident, not show emotion, you know. So it might be really hard for men who grow up internalizing these things to actually have like a conversation or a group conversation about it without being called uh, pussy. Sorry, I tried to find an appropriate word. <laughs> but you know, like- know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, men are ostracized for showing their emotion. So it's like how, how can they have these conversations um, without being looked at as not strong or being looked at as not masculine enough since these attributes are quote unquote feminine, you know, talking about um, things that are going on and your emotion and stuff like that. So I think that's where the big issue is. Yeah, yeah 100%, 100%. Definitely. So do you guys think that society, when it comes to cheating, do you guys think that society views it different for men than they do for women? Like men might be considered like player and the woman is doing it as a whole and whatnot. Yep, every time. <laughs> yes, Tash, go ahead. Yeah, no, every time, every time. A man could cheat on his wife like 10 times and it's like, wow, wow, like that's messed up. But then when a woman cheats and not even, sometimes it's not even like she fully like, okay, cheating is subjective, right? Based on who you are as a person. But a man could be like sleep, like the same guy we're talking about this whole discussion, you know, he's there, multiple women, multiple women. She could have just texted a man. Oh yeah, you were looking so nice today at work. Oh my gosh, it's the end of the world. Like he'll flip, tell all his boys, like, yeah, she's out here cheating on me. Oh my gosh, you know, after I did, I did her this and bought her this and did it. And it's like, yeah, she's a, like, look at the situation with Sweetie and 
I don't remember. One of the Migos. I like, no. I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, there you go, Quavo. I'm like, it's just, you know, and I'm not saying anyone's right or wrong, but it's just, this is a prime example, you know, even look at the Tristan Thompson situation with um, Khloe Kardashian and Jordan, they dragged Jordan through the mud, they really made it seem like she really hold out, she was like, a secret affair for years or something like that, only to know that no, he was just out here, and there was bare girls that he was dealing with, and it's like, Oh, the happy birthday messages taking him back super quick. This is the ma- the father of my child. And, you know, and it's like, that goes to show you like the mentality, like women have to be on their best behavior. And it comes back to societal standards and like how we're raised. But yeah, we have to be on our best behavior, have to cook, clean, be everything for the man, but he can do whatever. And it's like, you just have to put up with that. And even to the point where you have other women telling you, well, that's just how it is, sis. A lot of aunties and uncle, a lot of aunties and older women will tell you like, you know, you just got to put up with it. And I'm like, ah, no, I do not. But anyways, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you guys think. Cause that's my opinion. Like, I think it's crazy different. Yeah, no, it's a hundred percent different, a hundred percent different. And it's, it's definitely um, tied to like child rearing and how you like children are raised and stuff. Right. And and how each person, individual person was raised. Because I think, um, well, I don't know. I can only speak from my perspective here in my house and stuff like that. Like the way that um, me and sex are being approached compared to my brother and sex are being approached by my parents is very wildly different. You know, like mats are going to like go absolutely berserk if I'm out any type of night or whatever. Like, like where are you? But yeah, like my brother, like... <laughs> Yeah, like it's completely different. And so showing that it's kind of like, yeah, for me, like even just showing my sexual side has to be like a secret. It's a very, it's very taboo. So to hear that the woman was having sex with her husband, but then as well was doing extra stuff on the side, like she's super wild, right? Like, I think that's where that idea comes from. And then on the other side, like, I think the other, like a couple of weeks ago, I think I was watching um, the story of Diana on Netflix. It was good. It's very sad. And um, yeah, there was Prince Charles was dating this next girl named Camilla, basically their whole what their whole marriage. And this is like the Prince of England. So if this is our Prince, like charming, Prince Charming can be out here, like with different y'all. Are you serious? (laughs) You know, and I think like, and again, Tash, you were bringing on that. Like, if it's in the media, like, this is stuff that people are r- ruminating on, you know? So they're seeing it. And, like, now I'm thinking, like, some girl out there is going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, like, um, Chloe took back uh, Tristan. So, you know, it's good enough for me and stuff. And it's kind of like, you know, their whole life is, like, reality TV. Like, they have to just keep going back to the drama. But you don't need to choose that for yourself, girl. Like, there's better out there and you should definitely put up those like boundaries with your dating anybody like yeah this is my deal breaker you know like if you ever have a thought about it like let me know because fantasy to me is like complete like do your own fantasy stuff because I don't need to be part of that but once you start putting like foots to your actions and going outside then it's kind of like why are you doing the most why do you think like you're better than me or more deserving of me than me to like go out and like be amongst everybody out here like no (laughs) you know like let's be exclusive (laughs) you know yeah exactly guys I totally agree um it's definitely different 
to the point where you can see the difference, right? Um, and like goes back to what Tash was saying to a point where even some some of the women we're supposed to be looking up to are saying, yeah, you know, you should expect a man to cheat, stuff like that. Like it should be normalized. But woe to a woman who steps out on her marriage or cheats on her man because that is the end of the world. And, you know, she's just dragged all over the place. She's for everybody. She's this, she's that. Um, and it just, it's, it's really sad. Yeah, but there's a clear difference, I would say. Yeah, I definitely agree with what all of you guys were saying. Um, and I even watched this um, interview once and they were saying how like when a guy cheats, it's because like he wanted to have sex with someone else. But when a woman cheats, it's it's more emotional or something like that, some BS like that. <laughs> that is because they cheat on an emotional level. And that's why guys are, are like more like, oh, I can't believe you do this to me and things like that. So it's just, it's, it's crazy like how society views it. But unfortunately that's the world we just live in. But you guys are bringing up um, Tristan, Chloe, and that's actually one of my points. Men who cheat on their spouse while they're pregnant. I have no words, none, none whatsoever. And I understand that this is coming from a perspective of a person who is not married or has never been married, but um, I, I don't even know what to say. Like the fact that I am going through all these emotional changes to have an offspring with you and you're going to cheat, like, no somebody please i have no words right and i'm also thinking like where does he find the time wow like where what are you doing about you have extra time to not be by my side rubbing up my feet making me dinner like i during this time like if i'm not number one i don't know what's going on who do i have like i don't have any faith that you're gonna be around when the baby's around if you're a god when i'm pregnant like what yeah no no yeah i think it's like super super disgraceful you know like that is definitely the grounds where i would like break up with somebody definitely 100 percent. like yeah bye like no because why i'm doing the absolute like this is how i'm showing love for you like i'm gonna bring this to you into the world and it's gonna be me and you in life you know and you're like yeah but i'm gonna go and fuck oh like just be with this next thing <laughs> whoops sorry yeah <laughs> you know so yeah I think it's absolutely wild I agree with you Nicole like no words like absolutely wild. same same everything you both said like I know I'm trying to think like okay how can I say this without like cursing too because it's just like yeah I think cheating in any realm is problematic I think in any time of your marriage is not nice but I think when your spouse needs you the most, so whether it's through pregnancy, through sickness, maybe like job loss or whatever, like thing that can really throw off, you know, how you're managing in your marriage. Because, you know, it's not just they're pregnant, like they're bringing life, you know, you should be like nurturing them. You should be supporting them. Like, oh my, like, I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, if I'm not being treated like the queen of England, and more like I actually want to be like pushing you away you're so much on me taking care of you know trying to help me like that's that's that, that my energy <laughs> for having a kid because it's not easy and I, I always think of like how many women have had like 
kids pretty much on their own, like no support, like not even from family and like having like, and they manage like that trauma has to somehow like manifest into the child as well, because like that trying time where they were being developed, they were not getting the support that they needed. And I think like, yeah, that's like some really low down stuff. Yeah, I'll leave it at there because I don't want to curse and stuff. But yeah, if you're doing that and you're a man, like you're not really a man. I don't know. <laughs> no, honestly, Tash, you said it. If you're doing that, you're a man, you're not really a man. And I definitely agree with what all three of you said. I know at the beginning of this, I said like cheating is the highest form of disrespect, but no, cheating while on me while I'm pregnant, that is the highest form of disrespect because yeah Kelsey just like you're saying like I'm having your offspring I'm having your baby and you're there with some next woman like how like what even goes through your mind to to do that and like even with that whole Chloe and Tristan thing she went into labor like a couple of days after all that news came out I don't know if she was due but I wouldn't be surprised if all that emotional distress made her go into labor because that's what people don't real realize about trauma and hurt it takes a toll on your body like it really takes a toll on your body your heart like everything it affect heartbreak affects you physically and god forbid that your girlfriend or whatever miscarries and you were there with some next woman. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like at that point, it's hard because I feel like that's the bottom line for me. Like, it's going to take an abundance of grace from God to help me work that out with my husband. But that is the bottom line for me. Like, I'm here. You know what women go through when they're pregnant? They go through so much when they're pregnant. Their body's going through all these insane changes. Like, they go through so much when they're pregnant so if you're not there by my side and you're with some next girl like nah just like Nicole said like I have no words and it's just it's disgusting in my opinion like I like I said it's going to take an abundance of grace for me to work it out with my husband because unfortunately I I would want to leave and unfortunately now a child's involved I would never neglect that child from seeing their father I would never do that to my child but now now this child will never experience what it's like to have a whole family, you know, before it even came into this world because, nah, I would not want to work it out with my husband at all. That is the highest form of disrespect. And yeah, I'm sorry, but men are trash who do that. Really and truly, they are. Do not even apologize. <laughs> super trash. Yeah, no. And, and this comes back to like men holding other men accountable. Nicole, you touched on this a lot, but like it's so important because if you are in a group of, you know, you and your guys, and I feel like for a lot of them, maybe they're having kids around the same time. Like you need, like, not that you need, like you should want, like as a man, you should want to be there for your wife regardless or girlfriend, whoever's having your child. But like, especially if you guys are in a union, then it's like, okay, we've already like set this commitment. Like this is already something I'm, I've already committed to. It's not like, oh, like just a baby moms or whatever, which even then they're still holding your child. So, you know, um, but I think like, yeah, if you, you, I feel like men are not as comfortable to get away with that stuff. Um, if their other boys are like, what are you doing? And that's what I realized the difference between men and women, because for example, girls would be like, oh, yeah, why are you still with him? You know, he's this and that. And you're like, I know. And then they're still running along. But men, if their boys are like, 
yeah we're not really cool we're not really down with that girl yeah she's a whole da 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 two twos they're locking you up you know so they really listen to their guy <laughs> you know like they're really listening to their guy friends and because i hear this all the time like you know they really and i'm a girl so i know like you know we be having our talks and you know that we drama but then you're seeing them with them again we don't listen but guys listen to their <laughs> guys listen to their <laughs> it takes a couple times right but guys listen to um yeah they're friends more and I feel like if more men just had you know and it only takes one guy it only takes like one to really be like hmm that's not right or if you as a man you have kids yourself and you know like you know you did your due diligence like continue to pass that forward any young man in your life you know let them know and I feel like us as mothers too or when we're mothers like we have to also ensure that our, our sons know like this is like non-negotiable like it should be a non-negotiable thing to be there for your wife or girlfriend or baby mother no one's saying that you have to be at her beck and call you know because some women can be you know a lot at that time but consider that this is a rough time for her and you cannot even imagine what it would be like for her to go through that right so like just be a little more sensitive and try your best to be there like that's the bare minimum you know like to not cheat is actually the bare minimum <laughs> the bar is so low <laughs> so yeah yeah like do not be like yeah and then there's like situations where you know one wife is pregnant and then their side girlfriend is also pregnant too now because like it's just uh it's just like stop bringing kids into this mess you know like <laughs> can we just like swerve over to Maury and how like how hilarious that show is, but so problematic. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause sometimes I'd be sitting there and they're saying some crazy stuff like, oh yeah, I'm pregnant with my, my stepdaughters, my stepdad's baby. And it's like, wait, what's going on? You know, like what's going on in the house? And not only did this man cheat on his wife, but with her own daughter from a prior like relationship. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, this guy must be so sick in his head. And it goes down to like, respect he absolutely has no respect for either of those ladies in there either of them and i'm kind of sitting here like you know like and again it always goes back to like yeah we'll let your freak flag fly like if you're a girl and you're just trying to be someone's side man or if you're a man and you just want to be a side person like you know let that be known if you're okay with that lifestyle fine but also if you're trying to dabble around with different different people let it be known because i can understand i could see in some situation that somebody be like you know yeah he can be with somebody else while i'm pregnant because when i'm pregnant i'm not trying to have sex you know and I'm just pulling double advocate. I know for sure that wouldn't be it for me because I definitely think I'm going to do the both at the same time. I don't care. And <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, like if it were that situation, then okay. Okay. Yeah. Like that's, that's you, that's your life or whatever. But at the same time, I feel like there still has to be that permission, that, that respect, you know, like if it doesn't, if there's no respect there, like, I don't know. You know, because how are you going to walk out at the most vulnerable time for her, you know, not working, you know, well, I don't want to work when I'm pregnant. But, you know, like some people, if they have that luxury not to work when they're pregnant, then they now are like completely reliant on that person. And then at the same time, you're like, yeah, but, you know, now basically you're my bitch now, like you're going to just do whatever. Sorry for cursing all the time. Like you're just going to have this you and I don't have to owe you anything, you know, and it's kind of like yeah, this is a privilege for you. I don't know why you're acting like I didn't just give you the best gift or me and God just gave you the best gift, you know? Yeah. 
what? Crazy. Oh no, finish. Okay. Yeah. Well, one thing I just want to add to that too, because like I, I brought up before, like, well, I was typing in the chat, like legacy building, because I feel like like men that are looking to like build something of themselves, they want their name to be, you know, renowned or, and it's not just about fame, but like you're leaving a legacy, like your children actually passed down your legacy, right? Do you want them to be remembered? Do they want, do you want your children to remember you as, you know, this, you know, dead, quote unquote, deadbeat father or someone that didn't care for my mom? You know, I, I saw him, I saw her have like, you know, my siblings, so my father wasn't there for her. Like, you know, he never really cared. You know, he stepped out on the relationship. Like, no matter what, who cares what nice business you have? Who cares what kind of clothes you wear, what you drive? Who cares how far up your career you progress? If you can't even be a basic father and be there for your children and be there for your wife before she even has these kids, like, what kind of legacy are you building? Like, how do you want to be remembered? And that's, something that I always think about, like when people like, people like to live in now, they think like, okay, I can do whatever now, like, oh, I'm so cool, because I have all these kids, but like multiple women, da, 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 whatever, or, you know, yeah, I'm cheating on my wife, I don't care, whatever, whatever, you know, karma is a thing, <laughs> so, you know, and if it won't happen to you, it could happen to your legacy, you know, your children and their children, right, but I always think like, yeah, I have to, I'm trying to understand the thought process where, like, how that comes to fruition, how that comes to thought, and then really takes out into action, because it's like, you know, are you just foregoing that, like, it's, you know, that none of this will ever matter. No one will care. This doesn't affect anyone. You know, this affects much more than the mom, right? And if there's anyone you do not want to have a poor relationship with is your kids. Like, you know, these are, these are the people that are going to help you in your dying age, <laughs> you know? Like, I just, I don't know. So I think, well, I won't say I don't know, but I will say that, yeah, that's always my um, conniption about it. It's kind of like, what kind of legacy are you trying to build? And like, how do you want to be remembered? Because that ma like, that matters a lot. And yeah, so <laughs> I never understand it. I never understand it. I would never want to be like regarded as the guy that stepped out on their wife when she was pregnant. Like that is not, you know, but then again, it's, it's normalized. It's becoming normalized. So that's why there's no, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, everything you guys are saying is super, super true. Um, even Tash, what you're saying, like, like you don't want to have a bad relationship with your kids, and you need to think of that in the future. Like, you know, if you ever cheat on your spouse while they're pregnant, you need to think of how much, like, that thought of like, what's this gonna do to my child, to my, you know, potential family that I'm trying to have, like, that's, and that's what you're saying, like, too many people are thinking about the now, and you're not thinking about the future, not thinking how this is going to affect this child, this child is going to grow up, and, like, they didn't even get a chance to see what a, a full home is like, and they're going to think, especially if they're, a, a, if it's a girl, they're going to think, like, this is what's, how it's going to be for me, my dad cheated on my mom, or, yeah, my dad cheated on my mom, like, who says I'm going to find real love, the same thing will happen to me, and they're going to grow up with that mentality, and no child should have to think like that from the beginning, so yeah, it's, it's a, it's a big thing, it's a big thing, so you hear the saying, uh, forgive, but never forget, but how do you do that if you're trying to move forward, because I feel like you're always going to have in the back of the mind, oh my gosh, what if they do this again, 
I can start here. So um, just a little personal story, like tangent back, like maybe 2018 or something. Was it 18? I don't know what I was like. My then boyfriend had cheated on me and we were like doing the long distance thing for a bit. And um, in the moment, it devastated me. I was like, oh my gosh, but there was a lot of drama going up to that moment. And that's when I kind of felt like he had that within him to do that type of thing. I don't know how I knew it. I just had like this intuition, gut feeling that I'm like, yeah, there's not much trust that I have in this guy. So, you know, but moving forward, um, you know, it took me you know, kind of like a couple of months before it stopped feeling like, oh my gosh, like, oh, I'm not worthy, whatever, whatever. And I think um, after that time, it took me a little bit more before I could like have a conversation with this person. And then after that, like that's when I realized that I had completely forgiven them for whatever had happened and the resentment left me. There's no more anger towards it. And I can talk pretty regularly about it. But for this section for like moving on, I don't think, and especially because I'm in my dating life, in my single night, I'm kind of like, I don't want to be linked up with anybody who's had a history with this type of thing. And at least with myself. So if I'm in a space where I can kind of cut that off, why am I going to continue to indulge that? But at the same time, I feel like preserving relationship is important because this person has been telling me things that they haven't been able to like tell to a lot of people. So I'm sitting there thinking like, yeah, if you need an ear to actually talk about this stuff, because I can understand like a lot of black guys are not talking about a lot of these things. So I'm like, yeah, you know, like, let me just, you know, do that. So, but again, like, I don't need to do this type of stuff, you know, but I think it's in my gifting. So that's why I kind of continue to have that relationship with them. And it doesn't feel like I'm losing myself doing it either. But at the same time, like I make it completely known, like, yeah, you know, your trust, like the way that I can trust you is completely broken, but I can see that you still trust me a hundred percent. Right. So yeah, I kind of just leave it like that and just, I'm forgive but I also remember what had happened before right and then kind of use that to guard my heart because I'm not trying to do the same thing over and over yeah you made some really good points Kels and I can't speak to um like I haven't been in that situation so I can't really speak to what it's like to be cheated on but um what you said about forgiveness I think is super important and I only learned in like maybe the last three or four years or so that like forgiveness is actually for yourself. Like you no longer, that person no longer has that burden over you that like every time you think about them, you get worked up, you know, like I feel like that's what, when I think of forgiveness, that's how I see it. So like you being able to process that and forgive is very healthy for yourself to move on. And I think that's a really good starting point. Um, And yeah, making the decision to be like, I don't have to deal with this. And that's where I'm going with my point is like, definitely forgive but never forget and I think like if you are not married to someone and someone cheats on you unless like I don't know like you have like kids together maybe you've been together for like a decade or something or like you've been together since like childhood because even being together for a long time like how come you're not married but you know everyone has their reasons but I just think like yeah if you're if you were together since like you know you're 16 like you're high school sweethearts whatever like sometimes it can be like more shaky there but I think like yeah if you if it's not a long-term relationship like and they're starting out so early 
have to cut it off. And this is for our women because we're, we're you know, we're coming for the men and it's true, um, you know, because it's really them. It's like, we're not going to take the accountability away because I feel like a lot of times it's always put on women. No, it's definitely the men, but there are some women that tolerate that. And I think that's why there are men that will come to us and act a certain way because they already talked to like eight different women prior to us that allowed them to behave that way. So I think that what you did was like the smartest move because you do not need to be tied down to this person. And there's someone that will respect you and not cheat on you and not, you know, like not allow these feelings to fester. Like you eat, like, I mean, even if you're in your forties, like, I still don't think that you should have to like subject to that at any point, you know, especially so early on. So yeah, good on you, Kels. Yeah. Forgive, but yeah, I don't think you can ever forget. <laughs> yeah, really good points, guys. Um, personally, for me, I think if you're in a marriage or a relationship and your partner lets you know that they've been unfaithful and you choose to move forward with that relationship, I don't think it's right for you to bring that up like every every chance you get. Because at that point, like, why did you choose to stay in the relationship if you're going to keep coming back to that? So if you're making the decision to forgive, then it has to be like a true forgiveness where you're like, I'm not saying forget that that happened, but at the same time, don't hold that against the person if you're choosing to stay with the person. Um, and coming back to what you were saying, Kels, sometimes you know, like people wrong us and then we forgive them and we're still able to have a cordial relationship with them. Um, and that's completely fine, I think. But you should also know like where you draw the line. There has to be a line. Um, if you're choosing to not continue with the relationship, you can't let the person, you know, have the same privileges they had before. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I think it depends on the situation. If you're choosing to stay with that partner, then make sure that you're not going, you're not going back to Shanta. Oh my goodness. Yes, you're not going back um, to point to that situation every chance you get. Yeah, I agree with what uh, Nicole said. Like, if you choose to move on and forgive, you can no longer bring up what that person did to you. And I remember seeing a quote that was like, um, I can't remember it word for word, but it was like, forgiveness is you letting go of that chance to hurt that person or getting that person back for what they did to you. So that's, that's and that's why like, that's why ugh, cheating is so devastating. Cause when you choose to work on that with your spouse, like it's not going to be easy. And I even said this when we had this conversation the first time, like it's not going to be easy. It's a process. You're gonna wake up every day. You don't know what the mood's gonna be. You're gonna, you're not gonna know if you're gonna love your spouse or hate them, remember what they did, but you like you have to move, uh, you have to move past it. You have to move forward with it and you have to make sure to not keep bringing that up. Cause think about love. If you love that person, what is love? Love is holding no records of wrongs. You have to like, it's hard, but you have to put that behind you and move past it. So that's why what like people like when they make that decision to 
um, work it out with their spouse, that's that's the risk that they're taking. Like, like I wouldn't call it a risk, but that's the journey that they have to mentally prepare themselves for because it's definitely not easy. But if you truly believe that you are uh, that it's worth it, then by all means go through it and don't let other influences get to you. And that's the problem. Some people want to speak on other people's relationships and oh, if I were them, I would have left. Well, that's why you're not them because <laughs> it's not your relationship. It's like, you know, and that's why even the whole Derek Jackson thing, even though everyone had their comments about it it's like at the end of the day we don't we don't know what they're really going through we don't know how they really feel and it's not our business it's just unfortunate that it had to be because of his platform so I just want to add one thing really quickly because like since you brought that up again like yeah not knowing and I would say like I said before I can't really speak on it from my own experience but I think if I was in that situation like same thing like kind of what she had did like I would definitely leave and be like okay let's really you know work at it if I'm with someone that like they know they messed up and they're willing to put in the work and go through all the counseling and meet me where I'm at because I think that's it too like sometimes like this happens and then the, they just expect women to forgive and just move on and like let's continue this and it's like uh -uh, no, no no like I'm still I'm considering to still be in this marriage with you but a lot of damage has been done. We need to work through it before we can even get back to like me looking at you long enough without wanting to punch you. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, let's, so I think that would be my only like, even though, yeah, I would, I, I would leave in most cases I would leave. But I think if it's like marriage, you have kids, like you've built a lot together. Um, you know, you already made that commitment. I would do everything I could to work at it, but it would not be like, oh, we're starting back from yesterday. This has changed the whole dynamic of our relationship and we now have to come at it from a new perspective and yeah it will take forgiveness to get there but a lot of other uh, mental work and i have to see that like i would need a couple months to see like okay you really are changed because people say you know cheater what's it what's it, a cheater is always a cheater or something like that i've heard those never prosper <laughs> yeah <laughs> they don't that's true when you cheat you really cheat yourself so um, and I think that always that happens because it's like, you know, he's probably like, oh, yeah, I'm doing these deeds. And this is for any man. I'm not saying for sure that that was the case, but it's like, yeah, you're doing these deeds and everything that happens in the dark comes to light. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So it's once those phrases, once a cheater, always a cheater. Um, that's something that I always heard. So that's why I always said, you know, I'm always leaving. But I think, no, people can change. Um, and I think people cheat for different reasons. Some people are serial cheaters. Some people have whole affairs, like, leave, you know, business trip. But then it's like, you know, they're going to some next place, like making it a real thing. And then some people it's like, yeah, we were out at a party and like, I was really drunk and I just was not in the right state of mind. Like I messed, you know, some people are remorseful and like they know what they did was wrong and it would, they never go out of their way to do that. But some people do. So it's like, yeah, every, it's case by case. To me, I think it's case by case. <laughs> Definitely case by case depends on, you know, where I'm at financially, where I'm at, you know, individually. Like, I don't know. I, what do I want my kids to see? You know, I might, do I want them to be okay with it? But um, yeah, that would be my last thing is like, yeah, forgive and, and move on if you do choose to stay, but like still both parties have to realize it's going to take a lot of work to get back to where you were at. Yeah, yeah. And I like what you brought up there, like, just, um, you know, like, don't underestimate the time and the effort that it's going to take, because I find that like a lot of people are doing relationship, like, 
half-assed. They're just thinking that, you know, it's going to work its own self off. You know, like I'm so lustful towards this person that, you know, things are going to work out or, you know, I love this man's mind. So things are just going to work out. But at the same time, like you guys should be in sync and like connecting on multiple levels. So I agree with you, Tash. Like one, it depends on my, like the context, because again, like if I thought, if some like a boyfriend were to do that to me, then it's whatever. Yeah, slosh them off onto the next. Like I don't need to entertain that type of behavior from a boyfriend, you know. But let's say you already like tie the knot and this happens, it really would depend. Like, oh, was it drunk, like messy type affair? Or was it like, oh yeah, I planned this, it was premeditated, we've been doing this for the last three months. Like it's two different things, right? And then as well, on top of that, like, are there kids involved? You know, do my parents like this guy? Or, you know, how are the families blending? How am I blending with their family? Like, what do I have to gain if I cut this off? And what do I have to lose if I cut it off? Because, you know, like this person is just invited into my life space, you know, like they don't have to be there. I'm going to die alone. I was born alone, you know? But if you want to be a part of my daily activities and you want to be my man, you know, like, come correct, you know, like, are you really sad? Are you really sad? Show me, you know, like, let's go to couples therapy. Let's, you know, do figure skating together. Like, really, like, try and court me and win me over again, because that's definitely going to have to happen, for sure. So, yes, always forgive, always forgive, but at the same time, like, show me, you know, faith without works is dead, right? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> really though, really though. Yeah. Yeah. One one thing I want to add really lastly about the kids too. Like if your kids at a certain age, like if I think, and I'm speaking just from my own, like if I was a child, like okay, if I knew that this is what's happening and why my parents are, you know, because kids know, they know when something's up, if they've sensed it depending on age appropriation of course if they're older like let them know the real tea keep it 100 because I think that's also what happens when you know these situations happen amongst a couple and how it triggers down to the family because a lot of times parents don't sit their kids down and just be like okay this is what happened between me and your mom whatever like my parents I feel like were good to tell me like okay this is what not all in detail because I was still quite young when they first split but now that I'm an adult like there, you know, these are the different things that you have that went down. This is what, you know, drove us apart. Like, you know, and then now I can learn. I don't have to, I no longer say, oh, I'm not getting married because the same thing's going to happen. No, I know what went down now. I know, okay, you know, if we're using the Derek Johnson situation, okay, I know my father stepped out and, you know, he's this big social media person. So it was a big thing. That's why it's all over the news because their kids are or not news, but, you know, their kids might see it later on, whatever, like sit them down and let them know this is what happened. This is what's going on. So when you see mommy and daddy fighting, like, you, you know, you know what's going on, but we're working through it. We're, you know, we're counseling, we're seeking counseling, we're praying with God, like all this stuff so that, you know, like, I think that's the main thing. Like you guys have your situation, but the kids I feel like are always left out and left in the dark, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's super important to communicate that with your children. Like at the end of the day, like it's best that they know, like obviously at different ages, like share as much or as little detail as possible, but kids are not dumb. Like I have a degree in child news studies. I learned a lot about children's minds and things like that. And um, 
so like and something that we always do is underestimate kids they are not dumb just like you said tash like they will sense what's going on so that's very important to share that with them as much as possible but even going back to what you guys said about like forgiving forgetting yeah god forbid this ever happened to me this man needs to be remorseful like just like what you guys were saying like they have to prove how sorry they are like it's not one of those oh like it is what it is yeah I made a mistake are you gonna forgive me or not like no you need like I need a genuine apology because and that boils down to like marriage and vows and you know knowing if you're really ready for this and knowing if you know the value of marriage and how serious it is just like Kel said like a boyfriend I don't know depending on the relationship because like I'm a loving person like and I don't like to let go too easily so if it was a boyfriend it depends on the situation but I feel like in the end I might make make that decision to leave because like at the end of the day I'm not tied down to this person and why should I put myself through that stress of oh are they going to do this and da 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 um, when we're not even married so that brings it down to this one last question I watched an interview once with it's like an old interview um, Oprah was interviewing Halle Berry and Halle Berry's husband at the time cheated on her with so many different women and but he still loved her, like something that Halle Berry's mom told to Halle Berry. She's like, I know that your husband loves you. So like, is it love if they cheat? I know we are human and we make mistakes, but is it love if they cheat? Okay. I think that people give out love to the capacity that they have to give out. So maybe it was love to them but it's not really love. It's their own twisted version of love. That's what I would say. That's a good point. Cause a lot of people don't know what love is or they have their own views on what love is. And this is just my opinion. There's only one type of love and that's written in the Bible. And that's the type of love we shall all aim to have for one another and God, of course. But yeah, um, it definitely, people do have different types of uh views on what love is based on how they grew up in their own experiences and things like that so you know if it doesn't match up with your spouse and obviously it's going to be messy yeah um I agree with that too like I think everyone's definition of love is very different and you can tell by how um somebody interacts with their community with the environment you know like there's all these places where you can be showing love and people don't have the forethought or even like the reflection on what love really is and what they want to be done onto them. I think a lot of people know how to take love, but they don't know how to give love in a way that's like fruitful to other people. So just like uh, Nicole was saying, like to him, he might've thought that, you know, like coming home to her every night, sleeping in her bed is showing love or like waking up, making breakfast is showing love, but, you know, being infidel towards her, like having different gals, wasn't a way of like decreasing his love or his favor towards her. It was just another way that he expressed himself, which was just sexual with other people, right? But again, it goes back to like that deception, like love has no deception in it. So if she's being interviewed by Oprah, which now I think I have to go and listen to it, uh, maybe not, but um, like, it's kind of funny 
you know, like it's, it's kind of like, well, not haha funny, but sad funny. That makes sense. Yeah, I agree with what both of you are saying. I agree a lot with like, the like everyone has their different definitions because we're all raised differently, right? So some people weren't shown love at all. Some people were shown like lots. Yeah, some were shown lots of love and some weren't shown love at all. Some it was like tough love. So it's kind of like, yeah, you just stick up, you know, you just put up with it. There's no like, oh, let's, con you know, let's console each other. You know, some people weren't raised that way. So I agree. Um, but, um, and I even did a quick, like, okay, let me see the definition. Cause I have my own definition, but like, um, and I like to think of love more from like an unconditional standpoint where like, yeah, like no matter what, like you're choosing to love this person. And I think, yeah, if you are married to someone or you're very serious about someone, it should be unconditional love, but we know not everyone's wired that way. Um, but yeah, I always see it as like, yeah, you have like this deep affection for this person. Um, you're very much like, um, wanting the best for them. You have their best interests at heart. Um, and in some ways you prioritize their well-being over some of your own interests. Um, and that could be, you know, that could be finicky in certain areas, but I'm thinking like, you know, if, if they both had an agreement that it's okay, so like an open relationship, open marriage, if you have an agreement, that's one thing, but like just turn around and say, oh, I still love you, even though I slept with all these people, knowingly that that person wouldn't be okay with that and they would see that as disrespect, then I don't think that's love. I don't think that's love. And I think it's, it's kind of, um, you know, her mom chiming in, I think is kind of manipulative in a way to, you know, again, um, demonize a woman for like not wanting to stay or not wanting to put up with their man's actions after they disrespected them and going back again we talked about the the double standard no way could she ever do that and then turn around and say oh but I still love you it would be like you know like blasphemy like how, that is not love you know and um, and a lot of times I think even some people get into relationships or get to marriages off of lust it's not even love to begin with so to even say oh I love you there's probably no love in the beginning and that's why it was so easy for him to cheat on her many times but that's my opinion thin line thin line between love and lust and if you're not careful, you're going to mistake the two. And Tasha, right, that's what a lot of people do. And I also think back to like, okay, like, cheat, like cheating, like sleeping with another person, sex, like, <laughs> for you to go and just ha have sex with someone else, stepping out on our vows, like, that's a big thing. Sex is so sacred. So especially in a marriage. So that is such a big thing. So for me to still think that you love me after you went and had that spiritual connection with someone else, I don't know. And that's what makes it a lot harder. You know, that's just one way of thinking about it compared to the dozens way of thinking about it. So that's why it makes it so harder to like, oh, am I going to stay? Am I not going to stay? Because like to go and step on your marriage and then there's people who do it with multiple people like, no, that's why if you don't get that, that lust, um, love thing separated and figure it out, then, you know, it's, it, it gets hard because, um, especially people who step out on their um, uh, on their relationship because they're not feeling fulfilled sexually. Like, 
like that's so bad you should be able to talk to your partner about that and then from that like yeah was this from the beginning was this relationship lust or love like it's I don't know it's a lie it really is a lie but I agree too Seth like um, you were saying earlier, like there's a thin line between lust and love. And I, I have to disagree on that. I think there's like a chasm of difference, but it's just so convincing to believe that lust is love because there's all this emotion pent up in it. You know, like I think a lot of people like to think that like sex won't, isn't emotional, but you're sitting there having like an orgasm with another person. Like that is extremely personal event, you know, and someone else is getting to see that and to be like, the purpose or you know like the reason why you're even experiencing this and there is that like connection that happens so like and that is something that I'd be like scared of because now you there's like this unsensible like thirst to like have multiple like experiences like that and when you like I think for like a marriage I think it's important not to do that back and forth back and forth because I think that's where like the like the unsatisfaction with your love life comes from because you're getting so many different like opinions about it when really you should have been perfecting your craft with that one person because eventually like you guys are gonna get there you know of course I believe like yeah try it out before you even lock it down that's just me but you know like once we <laughs> once we're in that space and stuff like I don't want you to be going out and trying to try new stuff with different people like just try that stuff with me like I'm still that person who I, I want you to feel like lustful for me because I'm your wife like why not just put all of that on me but don't come with all that baggage of all the other women that you've been with so I think after like coming into this new life of being a husband and wife and then dipping back into that single life of being able to put you know your privates anywhere and then coming back it kind of disconnects you too because you were like yeah we're just going to be together all the time like it's just me and you and now you brought something else that's still kind of lingering there because the memory is there and now you're approaching your woman or your man in the bed and you're thinking of that next person or you're thinking about, oh yeah, I felt really good when they did X, Y, Z or whatever. And you're not there in the moment with whoever you need to be there with. And, you know, like it's like avoid it all, all costs. Like if you don't, if you don't have to like be in that situation where you think you will fall short in that way, like why be in that situation? I agree. Yeah, no, I agree. Everything you said, Kels, facts. Um, I think it's, I think it's a clear line too. I think it's more, it's a clear line by definition, but it's not practiced. Like when we talk about lust and love, they're always interchanged. Like when the things that are related to the two of them are interchangeable, especially going back to like, you know, this dating culture of like casual relationships and hookups and stuff, it's starting to like mend together, but it is very different. Um, one thing I, I wanted to add, I think, um, not even just that situation specifically. And like, now I'm feeling the thought, like, <laughs> leave my head. Oh, I hate when that happens. But, um, oh, Kels, what did you say? Um, oh yeah. Like maybe trying, yeah. Like meeting other people, like being in your singleness. Yeah. Like in your singleness and stuff. I think that's also a big reason why people do cheat because they didn't really, enjoy their singles as they should have and then they're like they locked in too quickly they weren't really sure you know they had all these doubts they probably weren't that sure but they're like no this is what we're supposed to do because that too a lot of people get married just because we're, we're told we're supposed to they don't know if this is their partner for them or if this is 
Like, I'm not going to say that every single person should be married. Some people are, are preferred to just have multiple relationships. Some people aren't the best partners. You know, some people are really good at dating, but not making the commitment. And that's okay. It's better you just, you know, don't settle down with no one if you're not sure. It's better you just keep to yourself. But I think like, that's probably, I think what happens a lot is like, they're like, oh yeah, I miss when I could just do this, do that. Or they never did that. They were always, you know, just keeping to themselves and, and, now they're like, oh, well, let me explore. And it's like, no, <laughs> you have a responsibility. I feel like being in a marriage is a responsibility. Definitely is. I agree. I 100% agree. Um, okay, last question. It's, sorry, it's like a few questions in one handful, but do all men cheat? Do you believe there are good men out there? What do you guys think? Um, I don't think all men cheat. I think a lot of men cheat. However, I do not think all men cheat. Um, there are definitely good guys, quote unquote, good guys out there who will respect you and love you and treat you the way you should be treated. So I would say don't settle for less or settle for the notion or buy into the lie that all men cheat. And so you should settle for a man that cheats. No, you're worth more. You deserve better. Um, and that one person who will love you enough to not, you know, be unfaithful to you is out there. So, yeah, I don't think all men cheat. Yeah, 100% agree. I think it's very dangerous to make some sweeping, like, um, ideas about men or anything because that's a stereotype. So, you know, we always want to stay away from those type of things. Um, and I agree with you, Nicole, like I think a lot of men have definitely dabbled with that, but it also comes back to that idea that talked about of like once, once a cheater, always a cheater. I also believe that people are evolving and changing. So like, I think most, many men have had a history of cheating, but I don't think every, there's a large group of men who are cheating at any given time, if that makes any sense. Um, I 100% believe that there are some good men out there who are like, you know, God-fearing men who are really trying to be, you know, lustful after one gal who just got freckles and cuteness all around, you know, like just, you know, that's what I look like, people. And, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like somebody who's like just all about me, who's about like, you know, like being around me, being about my dreams, you know, want to hear my opinion, things like that. And also like has no care to be like entertaining another person because it's exhausting I don't even like Tishanta brought up it uh earlier too like she doesn't even have time or like energy to entertain herself sometimes and I feel that way like so if I'm really gonna dedicate myself to somebody like I want to feel that same energy back like please don't be out here trying to entertain the whole world you know like like we can do it just me and you you know what I mean so yes 100% I think there's like that number one guy out there for me and for all the ladies who out here didn't digital it digit I don't know whatever yeah like yeah yeah that word <laughs> I don't know I'm tongue-tied um yeah like if you're really like seeking out that person and manifesting that person like I think he's you know he will be around because you only attract the energy you put out so if you're somebody who's gonna allow like Oh, yeah, you know, you can cheat on me on you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, then you're gonna attract those men. But if you're out here, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I don't need to date, I'm doing well on my own, but I would love a companion for all of this awesome, 
you know, and then you find somebody who's like, yeah, they're full on themselves. They don't need anybody, but they would love the company. And that's the type of energy. And I, I think that's the type of like relationships that end up working out because you don't want to be completely dependent on somebody walking in for just straight sex or straight like emotional support or whatever. You know, so 100 percent, you know, there's some good guys out there. We just have to kind of put on our like our reading glasses and get very specific and detailed when we're dating <laughs> a lot a lot no because I agree a hundred percent yeah like we have to do our best to omit that stereotype that all men cheat or all men are trash like that whole you know that was a whole thing oh men are all men are trash da, 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 da. like it like we know that there's a lot of them that are this way but let's try to like stay stray away from like labeling it that and generalizing because um, not even just for like, okay, there are good guys that are now being put under in this bubble, but like mentally by me saying all the time, yeah, all men are trash, all men are this, they're whack, they're this, oh, they're problematic, all these negative thoughts, those are the men, because that's what you're thinking about, even if you're not intentionally thinking about, that's what you're thinking about, and your subconscious is saying, yes, all men are trash, so every man that you talk to, or comes to towards you or you might be in a relationship with or try dating is going to be trash because that's what you believe and uh, there's a lot of women that like say that and believe that and they don't know that like you're actually attracting that and I'm saying that because I say that all the time <laughs> and I got schooled before <laughs> um Kels knows a little bit but um prior to uh the guy that I'm seeing now I had met someone before and very short-lived um weren't a match but he did leave with leave me with a lot of um takeaways in terms of like you know when you're manifesting the type of man that you want in your life like don't generalize them don't don't think in negative thoughts like you have to think positively you have to think like okay the man that I want is going to come to me you know he's going to be intelligent he's going to be honest he's going to be caring he's going to be god-fearing he's going to be you know supportive and I think that's a big thing too especially when we're young I think okay, there's a certain age, I guess, yeah, people want kids by a certain time, but even then you shouldn't be rushing into things just to have kids. You should really be like taking your, doing your due diligence to know if this is a life partner or a person that you want to be the parent of your child, right? Um, but that was something that he always left me, left with me saying like, yeah, you, you have to manifest or to want like better, you have to also think better. You have to think positively. And I want that to be more of the norm because I think the more positively we think about men, those are the ones that will attract to us. And then it's, you know, no longer do we have to sit here and like complain and be worried about, you know, they're still out there. <laughs> I'm not at all saying that they're not out there. They're definitely there. But I think, um, yeah, the ones that are meant for you are going to attract to you. And I, and I think those men that are also like, oh, all women are trash and all women are hoes and this and that, this and that, you keep saying that and you believe that. So that's what you're attracting. And I think going forward, that's, kind of the mentality we have to have um and seeing it more as like instead of oh all men cheat seeing it more like there are a lot of men that do like you know kind of detaching it from the person and more from like this is an action that they're choosing to do like this is not like oh yeah all men cheat whatever because that sounds normal you know when you say it like that like yeah they cheat you know they be out here <laughs> like no 
there, there are a lot of men that are going out of their marriage. You know, let's call it, there's a lot of men that are being deceitful and breaking their vows. Like, let's say it for what it is, because then that, that kind of, you know, has more accountability that it's like, no, what you're doing is actually wrong instead of like normalizing it. But yeah, those are my two dollars on that. Me, I, I agree with that because the language is so important. Because cheating kind of reminds me of like, oh, it's grade two English test. You know, <laughs> like, do you know when Christopher Columbus came and you're looking at cheating? No, like you actually stepped out of a vow. Like your word means absolutely nothing, nothing. You get basically a divorce is you're suing someone for breaking a vow. That's basically it. You know, like you. You didn't owe me nothing, but I'm taking half of what you got because you broke your word. Like what? And I always think to myself, like, yeah, if you're trying to just live your life, don't get married. Don't drag somebody into this. And women, if you're trying to force somebody to get married to you, he's not for you. Don't ever feel like you have to force someone to like put a ring on you. If he's, if you're dating like five years, it's my opinion. Like you ask him straight up, like, do you want to marry me? Don't ask, wait for him. Cause if you're feeling him and he hasn't thought about that yet, put it in his mind, inception it. But don't be like somebody. Yeah, don't be like, oh yeah, when are you gonna propose me? Like, girl, you're a fire. Like you don't need no man really. So if he's not really seeing like you as the gem that you are, then like, keep it pushing there's enough minds out here enough definitely definitely you know I love that fact like and it goes both ways too like some guys will be oh complaining complaining you do not have to stay with someone that doesn't respect you or see your worth if you if you're coming into a relationship hoping to for it to end in marriage like it doesn't have because sometimes you know you don't know sometimes we don't know right but from the beginning let it be known like yeah that's a longer term goal that I would like to see you know that longer term I would like to see myself in a marriage and then that way, from the very beginning, there's no, when, you know, feelings are being developed and you're progressing further, there's no confusion because I let you know that this is where I'm at. And if some people, they're like, yeah, some people don't want to get married. Like that's, they're against it. They don't want, you know, if that's you, then make that be known too. So that this person five, 10 years later is like, yeah, like, when's he going to marry me? He already said, sis, that he's not, <laughs> you know, like he said that he's not or vice versa. She said that she's not trying to be married and you're waiting around for her to like, you know, say yes to you. You're proposing in public three, four times, getting embarrassed. Like, I'm joking. <laughs> no, that's facts, though. It's so facts. Like, Kelsey, it's actually so true what you say. Like, a divorce is you suing your spouse, half of what they have, for stepping out on your vows. And it's like, was it worth it? Was it worth it? Now you're in debt. Was it worth it? It's not, it's never worth it. And Kels, I even love what you said about um, like, yeah, you know, I'm secure in who I am, but if you wanna be my companion and join me in all this awesomeness, I'll allow it. And that's how it needs to be. None of this, oh, I found my other half. You are whole, you are your own individual. You are whole the way you are. It's not two halves come together and make a whole. It's two wholes come together and you create something wonderful, something beautiful. So we have to get that mentality out like no you are just like that one tweet said you gotta know your bomb without all the validation so self-love people like that's the theme of my podcast that's why I started it self-love value yourself you don't need anybody and do not be afraid to lose anyone because how I see it finding a husband finding a spouse is a bonus because I'm gonna have everything I'm ever going to need in my um in myself so Finding your spouse is really, truly, it's a bonus. It's a beautiful thing, a beautiful gift that God gave us. So 
but uh, like value yourself value yourself in everything that you do love yourself in everything that you do um yeah just like you guys are saying don't stick around if you feel like you're being disrespected don't be afraid to demand what you want also facts yeah no I love that too that's it self-love is so important um I think this helps on both parties you know the person being cheated on like I know the whole discussion was just you know revolving around that but both the person that's doing the cheating and the person's being cheated on like when you truly love yourself a lot of this can be avoided you know so yeah yeah you're all that girl in a bag of chips. You're all that. You know? You're all that plus tax. So yeah. yeah. I, there's this like this meme that's going around, or not maybe not a meme, like this Jamaican video my dad sent me, and it's just like, oh, I'm pretty plus tra- I'm pretty plus tax. True or false? True. Yeah. I saw that. Okay. Yeah, it's so awesome, but 100% self-love. Like, I feel like if you don't love yourself, how the hell can you love anybody else? As RuPaul, eh? Yes, yes. And we did have, we had a, a discussion on this for Big Sisters Club as well. Like, it's so important because all, like, all these issues, even your ability to communicate, because if you love yourself, you want to make sure that your boundaries are being communicated. So you're letting it be known versus someone that may be like, doesn't have that love for themselves so they don't know if they can say anything you know so they just shy away so yeah no I think everything you guys said everything you were saying Cal's like spot on I agree 100 percent facts but in the end love yourself people and you can avoid all of this and most importantly like put your put everything you built on God's foundation because and whatever you go through cheating or you're a cheater or whatnot you will get through it I know it's hard because like we sit here and we're like oh like this is devastating I don't know if I'll ever get through it like we said you're your own person and even what Tash said earlier one time when we had this conversation it all depends on what you can handle so don't ever let anybody else's influence get to you it all depends on what you can handle but just know that you have God has given you the strength to handle whatever comes your way and yeah best of luck to Derek Jackson and his wife <laughs> like I'm just thinking about how this man had the nerve to to make a third party video but anyways <laughs> that's a whole other story that's yeah that's a whole other episode that's like narcissism like I don't even know what to say that is but let's yeah praying for them hoping the best for them I really do hope things are better on the back end from what we're seeing you know um but yeah Nicole, did you want to add anything to any last thoughts? No, I think everything has been said so beautifully. Um, thank you guys so much. It's been an honor being on this podcast and just discussing these issues with you guys, hearing your perspectives. Yeah, let me just chime in there. It's always so nice to sit down with you guys and talk about some real stuff and like, you know, get connected with my girlfriends and, you know, like, you know, just chat up and get, you know, catch up and hear a different perspective, like Nicole was saying, because sometimes, you know, you're just stuck up in your head thinking one way, but there's just so much to know and learn, and your most valuable resources are your relationships, so thanks, thanks for inviting me, Steph. Yeah, I'll see you too, thank you so much, I always learn so much from you guys, I love hearing the different perspectives, like, and this is so important, because it's through this that we gain more knowledge and more perspective, so that 
when we eventually, you know, are hopefully knock on wood, not in the situation, but if, you know, this just relationships in general, we now can, you know, consult on it more and like have people that support you and like have a clear mind and won't like stray you away because yeah, that too. I wanted to add on that too. Like, yeah, don't consult people that are going to tell you to like stray away from your man. Like you should really be pushing closer to like work, work out the problem with them. You know, should that happen first and foremost before going to any kind of external party? But yeah, but anyways, I thank you so much for inviting me, Seth. I'm so happy to be on this podcast. It's been so good. I've been learning so much and it's been helping me with my personal development. Thank you guys so much. You guys are my first guest speakers. So I'm so glad we had this conversation. Uh, Sapphire Gang, I know it was a long episode, but like, as you can see, like this, you can go on and on about this topic because, you know, we're grown now. We're getting in our grown relationships. We're not doing the things that we used to do and all that. We're maturing and whatnot. So it's nice, just like you guys are saying, it's nice to talk about these topics. Um, it's nice to like hear what everyone has to say this is a safe space so all of your opinions are welcome if you guys want to communicate in the comments and whatnot but yes thank you Tash, Kels, and Nicole I'm really glad you guys were able to join me and thanks for sticking Sapphire Gang if you stayed this long (laughs) thank you